friends. Welcome back to another bi-weekly episode of From a Friend. This is your host, Felicia Marie. And today we will have with us a guest, a very, very special guest at that, by the name of Tiana Stewart. And listen, I am just so over the moon that she heard me out on this idea and was able to take time out of her busy schedule to be here with us. This is so exciting. I couldn't be any more ready to just dive into it. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. And yeah, I'm ready. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Hi, welcome. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I am so happy to be here and I'm so happy to have you here with us today. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Um, okay, so let's get into this. Um, tell us a little bit about who you are. I know who you are, and I know why <laughs> you are a very special guest that I was super stoked to have. But just give us a little self-description and some of your background, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, totally. Um, my name is Tiana Stewart, and yeah, I'm, I'm an actor, um, musician, improviser, photographer, film director, writer, and a dog mom to Frankie. (laughs) Shout out to Frankie. (laughs) He's in the other room being quiet and a very good boy. (laughs) Yes, the bestest boy. Um, Well, thank you for that. Welcome again. Um, I, you have a lot of personal background, a lot of different hats that you wear, which is what Mm. I love. Um, But I wanted to kind of take it back to the beginning of how we met and how we know each other. Yeah, that was fun. So I don't know if your memory is the same as my memory, but (laughs) I believe we both took acting one and two at Austin Community College. And that's where we met. We met in um, Marcus... Marcus's class, and then we took Perry Crafton's class as well. And wow, right? Wasn't yes. that? <laughs> no, like that's you had me right on board up until the point where you remembered the uh, professor's names, and I didn't. Oh yeah, so I think it's Marcus. I I never said his name easily, so we'll just say <laughs> it's Marcus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds right to me. And then yeah, we did several scenes together, and I felt like. After the first time we did a scene together, we just naturally chose each other over and over and over again because (laughs) we immediately clicked and we worked really well together. And then at one point you came over to my house and we did a film scene. (laughs) Which was, I was, I just remember meeting you and feeling like, like, wow, like this girl really knows what's up. Like she really knows what she's doing. She's really as passionate about this as I am. And I think that was kind of, the first time in my life and in my kind of I guess career if you want to call it where Mm -hmm. I found someone who I was like I would be so lucky to be taken under this one's wing (laughs) and just to be able to (laughs) collab and I don't know but you just showed you just kind of showed me like that it is possible because I think um and I spoke about this on my show before I think that I used to have this um idea that in order to be an actor, an actress, and this, mm-hmm. you had, like, it only counted if you already made it. I didn't understand that there For was, sure. like, a stepping stone process and that it could be, why can't community, like, count? You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah, so, totally. So it was the first time where I was like, wow, you mean I can do this here and now? This is awesome. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for the compliments. (laughs) Um, Because I felt the same way about you. I felt like you were one of the few in that class that actually cared. And Mm -hmm. I think that goes a long way in acting. Like you get so many people who, you know, especially like acting one, who, you know, don't show up after the second class or don't show up after the third class, or Mm -hmm. you're supposed to do a scene together and you're the only one who's worked on it. So with you, not only were you showing up every day or every class, but Mm -hmm. you became prepared. You memorized your lines and you just, you put in so much effort and work. And then whenever we had to perform, it totally paid off. And I was like, yes, somebody who I felt was on that level of commitment 
and talent. And so, yeah, no, I love, still love (laughs) working with you for sure. And yeah, it totally counts. Even if you're acting alone at home, it totally counts. Exactly. It's like any effort or um, imaginative thought or idea that is spent on something you love is never is never for nothing. It's never wasted. It's always leading you to that next thing. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And um, I think it's funny because what I remember, other than the obvious um, start <laughs> of our dynamic duo, was I remember that was one of the projects in that um, acting one class was we had to like get comfortable recording ourselves. And I can't really remember why but I just remember he like Mm. told us to spread out across the room and like you know record ourselves and I remember being so uncomfortable with that I remember hearing it back and being like "Eh, what this is what I sound like (laughs) and here you are with your own podcast how funny is that (laughs) I love that little full circle moment for me (laughs) that is so cool I mean I, I I I vaguely remember that um but yeah, that's that's so funny that you felt so nervous and you didn't like hearing your own voice. And now here you are, the host of your own <laughs> podcast, a, like a real podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's it's cool. I think what you and I have in common is that um, we've never been afraid to put ourselves out there. And, and we also, I don't, I want to say that neither of us really put too much pressure on it either. It's just kind of, um, us leading with our, our gut and our passion and us kind of trusting the process. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's why we clicked so well is that we immediately found the joy within Mm -hmm. the craft instead of just like all the pressure and the rejection and the, you know, yeah, we were nervous, but I remember like performing scenes with you and, and it feeling like that was like one of the first moments that I felt in a scene. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but truly, you know, you, you kind of get into this like meditative state if you do mm-hmm. it right. And I remember, I think acting two, we did a scene together and it wasn't even a scene. We were just cold. We were practicing or learning how to do cold reads mm-hmm. and even in a cold read when I was acting with you, I was like, yay, like we're doing it. And it just felt so, there was so much ease about it. And so, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think that we both have done really well, not letting the sadness, (laughs) the acting sadness get to us. (laughs) The actor's blues, which which we're going to dive deeper into that too, because that is Mm -hmm. a big part of it. And and for our listeners today, um, I think kind of our mission for this um for this episode is to talk about how life has all these different uh transitions that you find yourself in and you find yourself wearing different hats maybe you didn't always think that you could but now you do and getting a um allowing yourself to explore different industries i think um I think that's our goal here. Did I did I leave anything out? Did that sound accurate? Yeah, that sounds super accurate and super fun to talk about as well because I'm a firm believer in in getting to wear different hats and it being okay. Yeah. And and as far as that goes, that kind of leads me into my first question or one of my first questions for you, which was who or what really empowered you to wear all those different hats? Did you ever feel like you had to choose just one? Um, No, I I was really fortunate in that area. I think both of my parents were really good about dabbling (laughs) just in general, especially in arts and crafts and hobbies. I mean, I remember growing up with, you know, my dad was a private investigator and the next thing I know, he's a pilot. (laughs) Wow. And same with my mom, you know, she was a model, then a bookkeeper, and and now she does voice acting. And so, um, and and she also makes these incredible um, greeting cards. So yeah, I think both of my parents really normalized wearing different hats, which kind of made it Mm -hmm. easy. And almost like I expected that is how life went. Like you just picked right, up you know, and nothing else. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, this is what I want to do. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and you know what? I'm trying not to geek out over here as you're speaking <laughs> because I, I did not even know that 
but it makes so much sense. Like hearing that, I'm like, yep, that checks out. Of course, of course, <laughs> that would be her bringing up. Like, why, why wouldn't that be? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I think what's funny is I had a completely contrast upbringing than that. I was kind of put into a box and like mm-hmm. reach, but not not that far, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, well, there's there's a lot of safety in that, right? There's a lot of predictability. And like, I think that that's, that's why I do consider myself really lucky to have been brought up that way and, and not, you know, expected to do one thing or the other as far as career goes. But I do know, like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. There is a lot of safety and predictability and and it, and it works for a lot of people. Exactly. Yes, it is for some people. Mm-hmm. But not for everybody. <laughs> not for me. Where we fit in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It works for you. <laughs> not so much. Right. <laughs> and so then, so you were brought up being able to freely kind of explore knowing that the, the world is your oyster and you could do whatever that you saw fit. So when did your passion for music and performing, when did that start? Were you like little bitty? <laughs> yes, I was really itty bitty. I, oh my goodness, I was always singing growing up. I mean, you could uh-huh. not get me to stop singing. I would get in trouble for singing so much. I mean, not, not really, but, you know, singing when I wasn't supposed to, you know, during quiet moments. I would sing about doing the dishes, um, wanting my two front teeth to fall out because everybody else had lost their teeth. And, <laughs> you know, it wasn't until mm, middle school that I started, you know, getting in, falling in love with theater. Um, because before that, it was just all singing, 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 singing. Mm-hmm. And in high school, I was taught by Eric Porter, who really fought for students who had that passion for theater. And I mean, he wow. was a true advocate for us. And to be honest, he's the reason I decided to get back into acting. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He always, he just, he was such a good teacher. That's amazing. Okay. So I know that like, you never like from a young age didn't necessarily feel like you had to choose like mm-hmm. singing versus acting but as you've gotten older and you've found more and more passions and more um creative outlets and and things to try how do you overcome feeling like you need to choose just for the sake of like not overextending yourself oh yeah yeah no i i i totally get that um I mean, I did feel at one point that acting wasn't in the cards for me, um, Mm -hmm. which is kind of when I dug into the music side of things. And it wasn't until I turned 30. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. Um, (laughs) 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 That I decided to, you know, give it another go. And um, yeah, I think something about leaving my 20s really shook me up. And I was like, no, no, we're going to start chasing our dreams now. But um, yeah, I just... Yeah, I guess just really evaluating what I wanted and then doing everything that I can to put myself out there. And yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember. I think um, I think also just changing my mindset on what a career in the arts looks like mm. was really helpful. It's yeah. never ending. You don't stop. Right. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but especially in the beginning when it's still just a dream and -hmm. a little seed in our head, like back when we were young and full of even more like aspiration. Is that the right (laughs) word? Aspiration? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think so. (laughs) If you're, if it's not the right word, we're both going down. (laughs) All right. All right. I'll take you with me. But I feel like, oh, now I have to remember what I was saying. Um, Oh man, it was, it was a good one too. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I think what I was going to say, because you were talking, oh yeah, because your answer was all about turning 30 and mm-hmm. and at first thinking you were going to get scared out of it, mm-hmm. but instead you leaned into it. And I think that's what's so like, that's powerful right there, because I think that a lot of my listeners and, and even just me, we're on that path. We're in that same space in our lives right now where it's like, it's not happening maybe as fast as we want it or in yeah. the in the way we told ourselves it had to be in our minds. 
therefore we're getting discouraged. Mm -hmm. But it's like you said, going back to what it means to you and realizing that your journey is, is not somebody else's. It doesn't have to be the same. And I think that's where you find the motivation to keep going. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and I think too, just finding a sustainable way to keep going without either burning out or, you know, losing your confidence is, is really the way to go. If you're able to find a way to do that, it's, it's really important. Well, well, yeah, I I agree. And that makes me wonder, like, what's your secret? What, (laughs) what is your, what keeps you going when the going gets tough? That's a good question. And I wouldn't, I don't know if it's a secret. Um, I'll gladly share what I do. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I, I honestly, I try not to put all my eggs in one basket. Um, That way when acting's really slow, I have music. When both of those things are slow, I have improv. I'm always trying to perform. And so, yeah, like not just like, yeah, it's important to focus and put your all into it, but just, you know, acting, you're not, it's not going to be 100% go, go, go all the time um, in, in my experience. And so having something other, like some other creative outlet to fall back on is super helpful and it keeps your mind busy and Mm -hmm. yeah, it just keeps your, your chin up. (laughs) Like, yeah, it keeps you from being able to overthink one thing, any one thing. Yeah. You got an audition. Well, I got to knock this out because I got to go to band practice. You know what I mean? Like just, Oh, okay. So you're not sitting there. I got to do 20 takes of this audition. Yeah. It's not, not that it lessens the importance. It just lessens like the stressful nature of it. Yeah, it's like a welcomed distraction in the limbo of it all. Mm-hmm. A positive distraction. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Positive yeah. distraction. Yeah, because those those are those are things. So speaking of music, and I know you mentioned to our listeners that you also do improv as well. I'm curious how it all started as far as which came first and who introduced you and and kind of where you are with both of those things now. Yeah, sure. So music came first, for sure. Um, I basically got a guitar when I was 18 and um, taught myself how to play guitar and sing. And then before I know it, you know, my friends were, oh, you got to do this open mic. <laughs> you got to you got to do this. And and that eventually led to being in a band. And yeah, so music being in a band has always been like my number one passion. And then improv. Um, I was in, I was living in Amsterdam uh, and there's Boom Chicago, (laughs) the Netherlands and Boom Chicago, a really, you know, well-known improv theater was right down the house or right down from where we were living. Uh And my husband gifted me a class there for, yeah, he gifted it to me, which was on a weekend. So I always joked that it was wife daycare because I would just <laughs> go there for like three hours on the weekend, but, um, ended up studying there for like half a year and performing wow. and with, uh, cause they were doing these classes with the, I believe it was the institution theater out of London. Oh, and cool. yeah, I was hooked. And so then we moved back to the States and <laughs> I was here for one year before the pandemic struck and so i didn't realize it was that recently yeah yeah okay yeah wow moved back in 2019 and you know started music again and we played two whole shows before covid struck so yeah and then um you know dealt with that and then once the world started coming back online Mm -hmm. i was like man i need i need some improv I need some improv in my life. I'm, I'm tired of not being an improv. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I started back up at Cold Town, which I believe, I believe somebody else is going <gasps> and doing improv at Cold Town. I wonder oh, who it is. That be? I wonder who it is. I think her name's Felicia. <laughs> Look at you taking me under your wing, as I said before. <laughs> Uh, and for our listeners, I will I will tell you that, um, so like we mentioned um, 
in the beginning. We met each other way back when. We clicked and hit it off instantly. We worked together during the, that short period of time where we were able to take classes with each other. And then clearly life kind of just shot us out of cannons aiming mm. different directions. <laughs> and <laughs> someone left the country and, uh, and, <laughs> and went on and explored. And, and I explored different things as well. And um, recently, I kind of got that same itch in, in the back of my throat, if you will, of like, wait a minute, something's off. I, I'm missing something. And it was, um, you know, it was theater for sure. The same way you were like, yeah, I need improv in my life. I was like, I'm ready to stop ignoring the fact that this has always been what I want to do. And that's when I reached out to you Mm -hmm. and I was like, can you help me? Like I need (laughs) some guidance. Like I don't want, if I don't act soon, I'll let this feeling slip me again. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't want that. I want to start and I want it to be as big or as little as possible. And that's when you came in with all your your really great insight of where to start. And improv was first on that list. And I am hooked too. Wouldn't you know it? I, I am like, wow. Like I, you know, that showcase we had recently. Yeah. I was just like scared. And for anyone who knows um, improv, I'm sure... Uh, Tiana could explain it better than me, but um, mm-hmm. but pretty much the short version is um, you get up there and and you wing it, and then you have people there on stage with you for support. And I was scared that I would be stuck in the sidelines, um, mm-hmm. kind of leaning on the other people to be funny for me, and and then I would just blink and it'd be over. But before you know it. I didn't even think about that. I was like probably more so hogging the stage than anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got it. I got yeah. it. And I was like, tag me in. And I was just like really, and I just was caught myself beaming and I just kind of floated home that night. And it was just reassurance that this is for sure something that I could be really passionate about and and that's for sure leading me to the next thing so I did not mean to go on this big old tangent about oh, me <laughs> welcome to the world of improv we never right. shut up about it I, I <laughs> we joke that it's often you know a cult because <laughs> we're always like you have to go to my theater and you have to do this and and you know we're just we can't stop talking about it but that's just you know first of all I'm so proud of you because oh. I remember like, it's hard doing something, especially like improv, because you're going up there without any lines, um, any preconceived notion of what the show is going to be about. You are completely reliant on what you're thinking in the moment and your teammates Mm -hmm. who you just met (laughs) for the most part, especially, you know, when you're first starting out. And so I had that fear too, of just getting stuck on the sidelines and not getting to play. And then, yeah, before you know it, you're like, oh, sorry, did I, did I hog the stage tonight? Was that you that I pushed (laughs) off to the side? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kept tagging in. So yeah, it's so much fun. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so glad that you actually did it. You know, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of people who ask other people for advice or, you know, where should I start? And then you tell them and they're like, whoa, that's too much work. And then they bail. Right. They get overwhelmed. Yeah. Overwhelmed. um, Or like, yeah, this was a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. But so I'm so proud of you because you, you took, you know, what I gave you and you were like, yeah, I'll try it out. And then next thing I know, I'm seeing you at shows (laughs) and you're like, yeah, I'm performing. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm performing too. And it's just, it's so cool to have you in that circle. Thank you. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's great. And what I think my, one of my favorite things about it is um, the ability, uh, the skill to get out of your own head. That's literally what I personally feel like the key to improv is. And acting in general, it's like being able to step outside of the very human earthly you who would never, you know, and yeah. just and, and let it fly and not overthink it. And that's been really freeing for me because I've definitely... I've limited myself a lot in this life by just simply getting in my own head and in my own way and overthinking it. So if you're good at improv, then you're good at letting loose. And I think that is an awesome skill to have. 
do you have any interest in teaching improv? <laughs> yes. I, was, I feel like I'm still, I'm still a little, I'm baking. I'm still. Sure. Yeah. But, but no, I mean, like what you're saying right now is basically, you know, what your teacher's going to teach you is just like, get out of your own head and the freedom that comes with that, at least for, you know, when you're starting out and you're going to class, that's just a couple hours a day that you get to let go of everything. Yeah. And it's funny because I know like how many of us are living our lives on autopilot. Like we're in the car, but we're somewhere else mentally. We're at work or somewhere else mentally. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, when I'm in class, I don't even realize that that time goes by because I'm just literally in the moment. Yeah. It's, it's, you're, it's so funny because it's like simultaneously you're letting go of everything, but you're so a hundred percent present. At the same time. So being in the moment and, you know, learning to listen, I feel like is another skill that you get. And yeah, I, I am, I am all for improv. It has made me a better person. It has made me a better friend and a better actor as well. Right. And a better team player because it's about being open and collaborative. So that's also huge, right? In the industry, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going to be the, you're going to be a better improviser if your teammate looks good the better you know that's your job make your teammate look good and Mm -hmm. so you take that skill into any scene work with acting you know and it's just it's very it's like one of the most unselfish forms of acting you can get into for sure and so now that we've touched on improv, I don't want to get too far into this conversation without talking about <laughs> music, because we know that that is what you came out the womb doing. Mm-hmm. You came into this world, guitar swinging, ready to just <laughs> be heard, and, and, you, <laughs> and you're making it happen now with your new band. Yes. And I want you to talk about, I want you to introduce your band and talk about, is this now, is this um, hollow, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's hollow, which is hello in Dutch. Um, (laughs) Yeah, when when thinking of a a band name for this project, you know, I really, because some of the songs were written in Amsterdam and I wanted something to honor my time spent there because I was there over two years and and without, without having like a Dutch name or, you know, I didn't want anything like that. And Anyways, I was looking for bands, names, and everything. Everything was already taken. Yeah. Right. By big artists, too. And I was like, come on, share. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, anyways, there was this grocery store that I used to go to called Yumbo. And um, they had this big yellow bag, and it said, Hollo Yumbo. And it was in my room when I was walking around. And I was like, I wonder if Hollow's taken. And so I find, and it wasn't. I mean, now it is. Now I found out that there's, uh, you know, a couple other bands, but um, I think everybody has the same name unless you have like a phrase these days. Right. But um, I was like, yay, finally something that's not taken to the extreme. And Mm -hmm. it's also meaningful and to me. And so, yeah, it's hollow. And we have our debut single, Cold Magic, releasing February 24th, which I'm really excited about. And it's not, um, it's not announced yet, but we are headlining the Mohawk on February 24th for our single release show. So you have to come. (laughs) Oh, you already know I'm there. Yay. Inside stage. And, um, yeah, so hollow, I'm, I'm super excited. And right now we're in the studio recording our, um, debut album. So yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped. It's hard to focus on anything else right now. (laughs) Yeah. This is your new baby and it's Mm -hmm. like new, but it's not because it's always been, you're number one it's always been there and it's just kind of one of those things where it's like it's it's time now and I think that's something else that I think you could probably relate to and elaborate on is just um simply like not not pushing away that um that feeling when you're like when you're like okay maybe this isn't happening right now but not because it's not meant to it's just not the right time because it's very obvious like we can feel it in our bones when something comes back around and it's meant for us that time did you notice that with this I did and I love the way you put that because yeah like I've been doing music for a really long time Mm -hmm. and I've gotten to play some really cool shows and I've gotten to meet some really cool 
bands and artists. But yeah, there's just, there's a different feeling about this time. <laughs> and and oh, yeah, awesome. and it I feels feel really it good. It feels really good. <laughs> it's, it, and it's what's cool because it's, it's contagious when, and when you find that someone has that spark and that um, determination and that inspiration to go and do it, it's like undeniable. So I'm so excited. Listeners, you should be very excited. Mm-hmm. This is going to be really great. And we're all going to get to kind of follow you guys from the start, which I think is awesome. Oh. I've also always loved music and I've always been about female-led bands, you know. Of course, Paramore Mm -hmm. is, like, my number one thing. But I also liked, like, this really, I don't think really well-known small alternative band called Versa Emerge back in the day. And, um, yeah, I just, I love it. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but I, well, I think you know that I like singing, too, because, like, musical theater and we've auditioned for musical theater things with you. But back in high school, I, at one point, was like, I need to start a band. Like, I'm (gasps) going to. And I did. And it was like... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was my sophomore year. And we didn't make it that far, okay? We didn't... I don't even (laughs) remember our name. I just remember that I found, like, three or four other very passionate people who were like, you'll sing, I'll do this, I'll do that. And they took it seriously like I did. And the furthest we got was covering Paramore songs in my friend's room. But it was like, oh, it was awesome. It was so awesome. That is I, so cool. You never told me that. Well, I haven't even thought about it, honestly, until I started seeing you promote Hollow. Because it brought <laughs> it back. I was like, dude, this has always been kind of something I wanted to do, too. So... I think that's another reason why I'm so excited for you because you're inspiring me again to not limit myself to any one thing. Like, so I don't know. I love writing and I obviously love talking and I love music. So if you ever want to (laughs) like have a session where we just hang out and, and songwrite and stuff, that would be like a perfect day for me. (laughs) I absolutely would love that. In fact, recently, um, a couple, two of two friends of mine, um, one, uh, Victoria, Hey, um, cause I know she'll listen to this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she, she just, she just started, uh, learning how to play bass. And my other friend, Penny is a singer and guitar player. And, uh, but you know, we were just like, yeah, let's, let's get together and jam. And they came over and jam. So you, my friend will have to come join us next time we do that. <gasps> yes, please. I will be ready. Yay. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did. We just kind of like popped a bunch of songs on our phones and like played the core, you know, kind of like live instrument, uh, karaoke. Yeah. Like karaoke <laughs> on steroids. That's yeah. Awesome. Oh, karaoke <laughs> on steroids. That's the way to put it. Yeah. So you should totally come next time. I'll invite you. I'll, I'll give Thank you the deets. You. <laughs> yeah. And so, so with all that being said, with the start of your new band, do you think it will be hard for you to, um, do you want to shift most of your focus there and less towards film and improv and auditioning this year? You know, that's, that's actually like a really, really good question because, um, man, I just, I feel like I just told my friend the other day that it was so hard to focus because I had a few auditions and I was like, it's so hard to focus on these because I'm hyper-focusing on music. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't think acting's going anywhere. Um, in fact, tomorrow I'll be on set for a commercial and um, I got pinned for another one. So like, I feel like acting is like, you're not, you're not done. Yeah, with we're not yet. done with you yet. Yeah. <laughs> like you put a lot of work into this. So um, we're going to, we're going to keep making. Yeah. No, I'm improv again, not putting all my eggs in one basket. I think hollow is going to be like my number one. Um, mm-hmm. And then acting and improv, both sharing number two. But again, I mean, improv, I'm there. I, I mean, I'm in four teams right now. Um, so <laughs> I'm performing, so I'm performing four times a month at Cold Town Theater. Come see me. Um, of course. And so, yeah, like, I don't, I don't think like bring on all the art, bring it all on. And I'm going to try and not lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause we're leading with our passions this year, right? Like Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone that I speak to, everyone who's kind of on the same uh, wavelength and chapter that I am, it's that's kind of 
been the theme. Like, let's just have the audacity to try. Let's just let's have the let's, audacity. Yeah. I love that. Right? I like, love let's, it. Let's just be a little bit delusional and. And as long as we're having fun, that's like what it is, right? As long as you're mm-hmm. still happy, like anything you do is going to come with stress. It's going to come with making you tired, but it's like, if you love it, then it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right. I think there's a bunch of us who are just tired of not doing mm-hmm. what we love. Mm-hmm. Life we, is too short. Life is too short. We've been doing what we're told and we're, we've been playing it safe. And yeah, I think that just us as human beings, we need that creative outlet. And even if it's just, you know, taking acting classes or taking singing lessons or, you know, whatever your, your, your passion is. And so, yeah, I think a bunch of us just kind of got tired of not chasing our dreams and we started seeing our friends do it. (laughs) And we're like, wait a minute, if they can do it, why can't I? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we're just, we're kind of like, no, we're going to, we're going to do this now. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I think it was like us collectively as a whole, finally realizing like that life doesn't stop for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like I, fern- I first learned it with grief and mourning the loss of people. Absolutely. And that feeling that comes with like, dude, I'm still stuck in this exact moment. Mm-hmm. And here life is passing me by regardless. It's the same thing with your passions. So I think the minute you realize, hold up, I don't want to spend a second longer depriving myself while I'm still here. That's when you kind of, you kind of kick it into overdrive. So I love that for all of us and for all of those who are being um, audacious with us. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Thank here, you. Here. <laughs> the poetry snaps. Right? Yeah. Poetry, poetry snaps. I love that. That okay, was really so, well said. Thank you. Um, as you said, though, with the whole, like, we don't think acting is done with you. I'm not really done with um, that question for you. I'm not, I'm not ready to move on. <laughs> okay. Because, I don't know the official name. The Austin. Oh, Austin Indie Film Festival. Austin. Yeah, that's actually um, this weekend. This oh, weekend. this weekend. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, did I miss it? I knew mm-hmm. that that's around the corner. Um. And and what are you what are you attending there for, Miss? Oh well, um, yeah, I directed a short film called Twinsies. <laughs> she directed a short film. <laughs> I I managed to convince a bunch of people to be crazy with me, and um, they said yes. And so we made a movie, we made a film, and it got into Austin Indie Fest, and that's where we'll be this weekend. Sunday is uh, Women in Film. And I believe, wow. um, yeah, I believe Twinsy screens around four, four thirty, and um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. And then next month we're at the Austin Revolution Film Festival, and uh, I believe Twinsy screens. I could be wrong, but I believe it screens Saturday night, Saturday evening. How epic! Look at you go! <laughs> like I just, I just remember seeing that and being like. What can't she do? (laughs) I don't know if I can even do that. I just had a lot of fun doing it. And (laughs) I am very lucky that um, some of the film festivals here in Texas have have, uh, given me a platform (laughs) to showcase what I can do first try. (laughs) Yeah. And just like what you have thought up and, and yeah, like what your vision is. That's, that's. That's awesome. I'm really, really excited and proud of you. And, you. And knowing you and the crowd of people you have, the team you have around you, it is not hard to believe that you found people, quote unquote, crazy enough to <laughs> have that kind of fun with you. So that is awesome. And um, just let me know when to send you my resume for your next <laughs> That's all I have to say. You won't even have to audition, my dear. You're just, um, I'll just write <gasps> oh a character for you. Oh heard it here, guys. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, okay. Well, I know you said that like your main trick, I guess, to not burning out and not kind of just completely losing your head mm. was to have um, not have all your eggs in one basket. But do you have any like specific tips um, for mm. people? Any um, practices that you that you use to staying sane and juggling everything? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think something that really helps me is blocking time in my schedule to do nothing. I mean, even, yeah, that way, you know, I make sure that I can spend time with my dog, my family, my friends, even, you know, eat healthier and, you know, all the self-care because, you know, just because you're not at work doesn't mean you're not working. And so period, like putting some time on the calendar, I have, I have, you know, in my calendar right now, several days that just say block on them. Uh And those are my days not to catch up on work um, unless it's absolutely necessary and I'm meeting deadlines, but it's, it's there so that I can go get a coffee with a friend or I can watch a movie I've been wanting to watch or take a nap. And so I think like blocking time, like you don't have to say yes to everything. I turned down, Mm. I have turned down really cool gigs and I, and I don't want to, but you know, I get overwhelmed easily. And if I accept something that I don't have the bandwidth for my work will suffer and then the project will suffer. So I think just really like blocking that time, even if it's just marking a big X on the calendar, like just making sure that you take that time for yourself. Cause I, you know, with acting, it's just go, 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 go. And, and it feels And then that kind of goes back to, you know, finding a sustainable way to approach this craft and just, you know, yeah, like take time to clear your head, go on a walk, listen, learn a language, you know, (laughs) like do something else. Get some fresh air. Yes. Focus on breathing. Like all these things that we kind of um, do on autopilot and that we don't realize we need until we stop and think about it. And there was one part of your answer that really stuck out to me because it's kind of my my theme for this year. And it's a, it's a lesson I recently learned myself. And you said, you don't have to say yes to everything. And in fact, you probably shouldn't. There mm-hmm. are, And what I love is that you said you've turned down things that you thought would have been really cool. But the other flip side to that is you and I both know that what's meant for you can't happen without you. So mm-hmm. even prioritizing yourself and saying no in the moment is not actually denying yourself of any opportunity because like you said, you cannot give, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I think that's the first um, place that a lot of us go wrong in in any craft or career. So I really love that you shared that with us because I think, I think that that is super important and I'm so happy to know that you figured that out (laughs) it's a long time yeah and I like um I think instead of block in my calendar I'm gonna write fill my cup because I really like how you said that like you can't pour from an empty cup so use those days to fill your cup and yeah I love I love the way you said that thank you yeah recharge and just and that's good and you know what's another funny thing that you said it's not funny, but it's like, <laughs> it's very, it's very basic, obvious thing, right? You say pretty much get organized and, and yes. be intentional with your time. Mm-hmm. And that's something that me personally, I tried to fight for a long time. I was like, Mm-mm, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to put in that tiny bit of extra effort. I hate organization. I'm too free spirited for that. Yeah. Uh, it, it overwhelms me. I'm just, not, I'm just going to go with the flow. But that's how, that's how disasters happen. That's how opportunities are truly missed because you didn't manage your time well and you spent your time doing something that ultimately may not have fulfilled you. So I do agree with that, that it's all about getting organized. And if that word scares someone like it scared me, it is get intentional for sure. Know where and how you want to spend your time and then make sure you stick to it. Oh man. I love that. I love that. If yeah, like getting, cause organize organization is a scary word. Cause it just, right? it feels so daunting. Yeah. Especially like I'm like you, I'm very, very like, Oh, I'm a free spirit. And this is just, this is my brain. And <laughs> this is, this is me. But mm-hmm. I have found that like implementing intention, like you said, has helped so much. Um, and I feel like it's even, opened the door for more opportunities because I've, you know, cleaned up as I've gone. So Mm -hmm. instead of just like leaving this whole messy, unorganized, you know, chaos behind me. But I love that you said that, like, if organization scares you, use intention instead. Yeah, that because it's the same thing, but it's all about the mindset. Right. 
And speaking of mindset, one of um, the last major questions that I have for you, um, when it comes to social media and Mm -hmm. being in these kind of crazy, uh, high demand, uh, highly competitive, oversaturated industries, how in the world do you keep yourself grounded and away from comparison and all the other negative stuff that can come with it? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question because I feel like competitiveness and comparison is like, ugh, those are those two things are going to bring you down so quick. And I think just remembering or understanding that, you know, you as a person, you're an instrument. <laughs> Nobody else can play that instrument but you. Yes. Right? It's your voice, it's your perspective, your experiences that give you that um uniqueness. And so you'll always have something to offer that someone else doesn't. But guess what? That means somebody else will have something to offer that you can't and that's okay. Yep. And like you said earlier, like relaxing into the belief that you'll get a job because you're the person who's meant to get it will help you feel better when you don't get the job because then, you know, it wasn't your job to begin with. Yes. And, yes. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, and, and like becoming friends with your fellow artists, you, I think rooting for each other and building that community is so important because then you have people to pick you up when you're feeling mm-hmm. down and discouraged, but on the flip side, you have someone to cheer for besides yourself. And again, like taking the selfishness, the self-centeredness, like out of your acting or career, whatever it is, like find your community and find other people to root for. And just remember, like, especially with acting, and I'm going to be real acting specific here. Mm-hmm. Like it, sometimes it boils down to look, to voice, to how you look with their preferred actor. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they might have already booked somebody else and they're just trying to find someone who looks good next to them. So it's not always about you. And I feel like just kind of taking that ego out. Like, it's not always about me. And I'm the only yeah. one who can play this instrument. And if it's not the instrument they need in that particular you know, sound or band, so to speak, uh-huh. that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Because somebody's going to be looking for you. Somebody's going to be looking for you. And when they find you, you'll know. Amen. And it's, it's so funny because it kind of, it listening to you speak just now kind of brought me to this full circle moment where like going back to how I was like, Oh, I don't, um, I don't really like hearing my voice. And then now I have a podcast (laughs) and the whole like, oh, I think I'm going to get stuck on the sidelines, but then I'm hogging the stage. It's all about like, like you said, believing that what's meant for you is going to find you. And this also goes to show how much, why I love improv and theater, because again, it gets you out of your Mm -hmm. head, out of your own way. And those are like these lessons that you've kind of, we've bullet pointed here for these industries they're really just overall themes in life in general, right? Like For sure. you have to learn not to take everything so freaking personal, which <laughs> yes. was which was my problem. And yeah. now I'm trying to pursue it in an industry where that's all it is. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> always going to be putting myself out there to be quite possibly just not it. And for a reason I may or may not know, just like in real life. So mm-hmm. So it's so cool. I think it's funny how the way everything meshes back into each other, everything matters. Like it all, it all goes together. And I think that's kind of a cool aha moment that we could bring. So thank you. No, thank you for mentioning that. That That is really cool. That is really cool. Cause you're totally right. Like all of this, all of the skills that you learn in these industries serve you really well in the rest of your life. Yeah. In, in other areas of your life. I mean, yeah. And and just, I think the most important thing that we've covered here today is like, I know we've been very specific and kind of niched in on um, on the topics, but mm-hmm. just in general, yeah, for whatever it is, maybe you want to just like be roller derby, I don't know, or totally. just like <laughs> professional knitting. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm sure. It should be. Like, <laughs> right. Like there's no there's no dream too big or too small and there's no such thing as time wasted. It's all about the here and the now 
and the getting out of your head. And like you said, finding community because there's always going to be a quote unquote competition. But guess what? If you're embracing the people and the space with you, all of a sudden it's not competition, it's community. And then it goes from that lack mindset to the territorial mindset of it's mine or yours to the there's room for all of us. This is your moment. Next time I'll have mine and vice versa. Oh my goodness. Well said. Yeah. I think, yeah. Cause you know, like acting specific, you're going to be in the casting room with a bunch of these people. And it's, I promise you, it's so much more enjoyable when you arrive to the audition and your friends are there versus your competition. It makes it so enjoyable. And then when they book it and you don't, it gives you like that sense of pride for your friends. Like, yeah, yeah. like I know them and they're, they're, you know, doing they're gonna things. Do great. Yeah. yeah. Like, like actually that was yours all along. Like for sure. Right. I'm glad I was here to witness it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's so funny. Speaking of that, that last and only audition you and I did together in for that community theater for that musical. Mm -hmm. I remember we walked in and I saw someone who was kind of just like the it girl of my um, high school theater. Like she was one of those people and not even like in a traditional it girl way. It was a I saw her just myself. I put that label on her because I was like. Oh, you're going somewhere. <laughs> like, for sure. You're amazing. Like, yeah, like, okay, you were born for this? Could it be any more obvious? Yeah. And I saw her there, and I was like, I mean, of course, the first what second, I was like, well, there goes my audition. Right. But then the, the, other t- the other immediate second was like, wow, oh my gosh, she's going to freaking kill it. And, oh. and I hope she gets it. And so, yeah, it, it's really cool how how we can um, both can live within us at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a cool, um, I'm glad you had that experience. I'm glad you had that experience because it usually takes people a long time to get to that point where they're like, you know, I still walk into auditions and I'm like, oh, why am I here? (laughs) Right. Right. Why, if they're here, why am I here? But um, so we still, you know, you still have those moments of like, oh, they book everything. And, but again, just, they don't book everything. They just book what's theirs. And exactly. You, yeah. And you'll book what's yours. Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I do want have just like three last questions. Sure. Let's roll. The first one is what's one major career goal you have for yourself for this year? Oof. Uh, one. I have to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. That's uh, limit. No, no, I won't. No, because then I'll just go on and on and on. Um, I think I really want to focus on music um, to be my main goal this year. Um, I also wrote a full-length feature script that I'm currently building. A, well, I'm working on building a pitch for with this incredible filmmaker in Dallas, and I would totally name drop, but I feel like I probably should have asked permission first, so I won't <laughs> say her name yet. But she's mentoring me and helping me so much. And um my actor pal, Jason Johnson, made that introduction. So I think those two things, like music and getting this pitch made for the script would be, if I could just get those two things going, <laughs> that would oh, be- Oh, you will. That would be really, that would be really cool. You're already doing it. That is so cool. <laughs> yes, I love that. And I'm very excited. Like, mm, I am, I got all the butterflies. I'm like, Aww. just- I'm so ready for this year for you and for all of us. <laughs> I'm ready for your year too. And I'm, I'm so stoked that you have that fire again because I've seen it wanna, before. <laughs> thank you. Yes, it is back and hopefully it's here to stay. And one of the things I wrote for myself for my career is to land my first film role. Yes. That is, I don't know how or, or when or where or who, but it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Manifest it. Just, yes. yeah, totally. And you will. And it'll be so funny because you'll be like, hey, remember the in the podcast, we were talking about my film role. Well, guess what? I just booked. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So again, they heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so, okay. So then that is your career. What is um, a personal goal for yourself this year? Yeah, I think, I think just really focusing on keeping the joy and doing what's right for me and my well-being, right? Like really advocating for myself, mm-hmm. even when it comes to just my comfort, 
right? Like, I feel like a lot of us don't advocate for our comfort. We advocate for our safety and, you know, our needs perhaps, but like really advocating for what makes us comfortable. Yeah. And I think that's very clear. Yeah. Being very clear and deliberate, or like you said, intentional. (laughs) Yeah. And especially in places or situations where I feel like I can't or shouldn't just be like, no, it's okay. Like I'm, I'm human being and I deserve to be comfortable in this moment. Yeah, always. I feel like somewhere along the way we were taught that um, that is just a, a cherry on top. It's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a variable. It can or couldn't, but no, it it needs to be a um, a thing, a non negotiable. There you go. That's what I was trying Ooh, to get at. Non negotiable. Yes, perfect. <laughs> yes. All right. So, if you could leave our listeners today with just one golden nugget of advice even though you've left them with tons (laughs) what would it be like think of this as like the last page in your autobiography oh speaking of autobiographies that's one of my tips like read okay so read memoirs of people or actors specifically that you like or whatever Uh it is you're doing if you find that you want to be a professional uh knitter is that what you said earlier yeah (laughs) (laughs) Then, then, you know, read books about it, like just read about their journeys and how they got from, you know, point A to point B. And for me personally, I started keeping a journal strictly for art. No, I can't draw. It's not like I doodle or anything, but like if I do one thing a day, that's for my acting or music or improv, I write it down in this journal. And I feel like it's a sneaky way to manifest (laughs) what you're doing. Cause like every day I sit and I'm like, I rehearsed improv today. You're telling your brain and the universe that, you know, Hey, look, look at me. I'm pursuing my art. Look at me. I'm I'm pursuing my dreams every single day. Here's the proof. I wrote it down. And also it's just really nice. I've done it for a year now. And at the end of the year, when you forget all of your hard work, you go back and you're like, Whoa, I worked, I, my, I worked really I hard. That, that yeah. was me. Yeah. yeah. And, and I love this. You're making me feel really nice and advanced over here because this Ooh. is a practice I really started doing literally last year or whatever time frame that I started um, this podcast. Yeah, about a year ago. What? Uh, I, I started getting really back into my journaling and writing it down. And I, and I realized it was a whole, okay, right now my career and where I make my money, it, it has nothing to do with my, my joy and my, and mm. acting or anything like that. So if it can't be a part of my every day, how, how can I make it a part of my week? How can I make it uh, a second of my day, you know? And oh, yeah. so, so that was truly was a game changer is a, when I made it a part of my every day, as minor, as big as it could be, whether like you said, just putting what I did or what I wanted to do or Mm -hmm. you know what I want to happen or me going to my improv class once a week like that is how I'm bringing it back into my life yeah that was huge and then the other thing was like you said filling my time and my free space um honing in just surrounding my whole being in it I mean and it's so funny because the very first thing that I noticed that I did on this journey was Listen to Will Smith's autobiography on like on the ebook. Like I just oh audible. nice, <laughs> and I was just so like, wow, like it really is true. And then now, like I watch the Lizzo documentary, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and then <laughs> I, I read, yeah. So I'm just like, it really is. You can find inspiration in the people who have done it before you, and I think that that is a tool that we um, often overlook. It could be as simple as that. Absolutely, and and real quick, if you're if since you do like reading. Um, memoirs. Have you read The Actor's Life by Jenna Fisher yet? No. Hands down, my if if anybody's like, I want to get into acting, I tell them about that book. And you know what? After I read that book, I started booking like crazy. And I know it sounds very preachy, but like honestly, it's 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 such an easy read. You know, Jenna Fisher was um, Pam in the office. And yeah. And so she moved to LA and she basically, it's kind of like a survivor's guide. It's really good. And, you know, not everything translates to Texas because of SAG and and whatever, but I mean, just, I would highly recommend for you personally, because you're getting back into acting and and improv and that that's probably one of my, my number one books that I recommend to people. 
Thank you. Yes, that sounds like exactly what I need. I hope you like it. Let me know if you end up getting to it. (laughs) I will. Well, I'm so sad that this came to an end, but I don't, I don't think this will be the last time. I would love to have you back. Yes, I would love to come back and I'm going to see you at improv and I'm going to see you at my house pretty soon. And yeah, we'll run into each other too. And what a, what a beautiful podcast. I was listening to some of your episodes um, before Uh I came on and I'm just like, wow, this, this podcast is amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for only making it richer. I'm, I'm very happy and, and I really want to be uh, selective, you know, with mm-hmm. the messages I put out there and the people that I bring on with me. So, so this is a really big deal for me and I'm really happy that we did it. And I feel so good about what we said here today. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like we're going to leave the listeners feeling like ready to freaking get out there and buy the book, buy the next, <laughs> <Not just, laughs> you know, pick up the guitar again. Like, yeah, yeah. Fine. Chase it. Chase your joy. Chase your dreams. There's nothing like, like you said earlier, no time like the present. Let's just do it. Let's just, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Nike was on to something. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again, Tiana. I'm very happy thank to you. have had this conversation with you. And maybe we'll do this again at the end of the year and we'll look back and see everything that that we manifested. I love that idea. Count me in. Yeah. Thank you again for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thanks. Well, that's a wrap, folks. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a Ready for Fame Studios production.